One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. Uh, today I'm joined by Wendy Kia, digital business mentor from getclientsonline.co.uk. Wendy, hello. Hi, Andy. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure, Wendy. Oh, absolute pleasure. Tell us about Wendy Kia and what you do. Okay, so I am a digital marketer, so I predominantly spend my life online. And basically, I help my clients... Um, generate high quality leads using online marketing. So is it mainly the list for you then, Wendy, that you concentrate on? Yeah, I started off in social and what I discovered was was that people weren't getting any leads and they weren't making sales from using social. So I moved across into developing a system so they could generate high quality leads using um, a mixture of different mediums and platforms they were already on. So, yeah, it focuses predominantly around list building and positioning. Yeah, because the last time we talked about list building on this show was a little bit of a while ago, and uh, I was just wondering, has it changed much since then? I think it probably has because technology, it's developing so quickly now. There are so many new tools out there on the market that you can use and they give you, um, they can give you amazing insight to what's happening with your communities. Mm. So systems have changed, processes are much easier to track. And I think the main thing for me really is, is that trying to get business owners to move away from the old newsletter sign up on their um on their website. Mm. People really don't subscribe to newsletters anymore. People want answers to specific questions or pains or problems that they have. They want you to give them extra value rather than just having sign up for my newsletter. So technology systems are moving away from just handing out news or sending out news. People just don't have the time or the interest, I think, anymore to, to read what's been sent to them. Do you think people are also getting a bit tired of writing newsletters? Yeah, I think it's um I think once you get a system in place and you understand who the community of people that are on your list, you can start to have a bit more fun and a bit more engagement and be more creative rather than just giving news. Yes. I do recall having some quite amusing conversations recently with a variety of marketers. In fact, possibly you even, Wendy, quite recently where we're having a bit of a giggle about newsletters and, and the, the most boring newsletters with each scene. And it's something <laughs> like, you know, we're, we've, we, we've won this award or our boss has just had his 50-somethingth birthday or, uh, you know, we've got a new photocopier in the office or something like that. Yeah, it all starts to look a bit fake after a while, doesn't it? It yeah. almost, 
sometimes I feel sorry for the people when I open the newsletter or I see something on social media because it just looks so staged and unnatural. And it's all about the company. It's not about engaging with their audience. It's a bit too much one way. Yeah. It's almost like someone's come along and said, oh, you must be social. Get out there and be social. And take pictures of one another and make your staff look really uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Uncomfortable? Well, when you look at the photos, you're like, oh, my God, those poor people. (laughs) But we are a social business. Social business, to me, is about two-way communication. It's about engagement. Yeah. I'm interested in how people are creating lists these days because I know that you – I think you tend to focus in on three or four different ways, don't you? And you mentioned about the old way of doing it, which was just to get people to sign up to newsletters. What what are the ways they're creating lists these days? There's quite a few different ways that people are creating lists. And it really depends on where your business is at and how you want to position yourself online. Some of them will take six months to organize and others you can do in a matter of weeks. The easy ones really are around, you know, replacing, thinking about replacing your newsletter and creating an information product, I guess you could call it. It's either, you know, something like a PDF, a um, CD, a podcast, something that answers a very specific question that people will subscribe into. That's one of the simplest ways to start building your list. If you haven't done list building before, that's the best place to start, really. It's it's right down at starting to understand the tools and the technology and finding out what your clients' pains and or your customers' pains and what they want answers to, what information it is they want. You then start to move into the more complex list building strategies. The next one up from that would be webinars, which are brilliant for building lists because you do get two-way engagement, you get a real sense of the business and the person who's running the webinar. Mm. So webinars are also great. And that's where you will go online and you will you can do it a couple of ways. You can either share your screen with your audience and do a presentation as if you were in the room. Mm. Or you could do something like show your face and although I'm not keen on showing my face, I should have to do slides <laughs> just in case I'm pulling some odd faces as I'm thinking. It has been known. Um Or you can show your face and you can have dialogue and people can send in questions. Um, But if you do that consistently, you you have the potential to generate thousands of leads over the year. And the nice thing about webinars is you're not competing with anybody else and you can develop that relationship over a longer period of time. So the people on that list are going to be highly targeted. It's not going to be as competitive as some of the other things that you can do. Yeah. So that's the next one up. The next couple that sits slightly different in my mind. So there's some real big ones that take about six months in the making and they are a lot of work and they're mainly around, this one's mainly around positioning. And that is where you would hold what's called a tele summit. Mm. So I did one last year and it was called Get Clients Online. Yeah. So all the speakers I had, I interviewed, I was the host and they all had a specialist subject. So Graham Jones was about, you know, finding out what your customer needs are. I interviewed a couple of people from the States, one about who delivers webinars, one who's about marketing, growing your email list. So the topics were all focused around online marketing. 
And what happens with the telesummits is the agreement is with the speakers is that we all mail out to our own lists at the same time. Yes, so you're you're leveraging that sort yeah. of multiple person list type thing scenario. Very, very good for positioning. Mm. If you're looking to make a fast buck, it's not the way to do it. This is much more about positioning, getting your name out there. Mm. And because you've also got to remember that you're competing against the other speakers. So it's one that is really great for growing your list long term and nurturing those relationships. Because you also have to think about the people who generally come from those lists. This is an interesting one. Are normally loyal to the list that they've originally come from or the people who they're connected to. Yes. So while it's great for positioning, um, you have to just think about, you know, how you want to use it. Because it's a massive piece of work, huge piece of work. And the other one from there is um, thinking about, like we're doing now, interviewing people. Yes. On specialist subjects. And then asking people to subscribe in for the recording. So there's lots of different levels to list building. You really have to think about where you're going to position them in your business. But if you're online, you've got to build a list. Absolutely. I'd like to come back to telesummits and webinars, actually. Yeah. Because I also think these are very powerful. So the difference between a webinar and a telesummit, a webinar sounds like it's more like a sort of one-to-many. So you would be talking about maybe you'd, you'd have a some sort of you know slide presentation plus talking and people would listen into that presumably and uh, or watch or listen and watch. Yeah, it depends on how they prefer to to get their information. But they can watch the webinar, they can watch a replay. Yeah, you can send them a MP3. You can send them the slides. And what you have to bear in mind for all of these apart from the first one, which was about, you know, the information product, is that there's only a very tiny percent of people that are actually going to turn up for the event. Yeah. So it's all in the follow-up. Everything is in the follow-up. So you can't just run something and go, oh, I only had three people turn up. You know, if you have 50 people that signed in, you still want to follow that process through with people and nurture them through a process. Um, So webinars are very much about your own expertise to your own tribe of people. The Tele Summit's really fascinating because that to me feels more like a collaborative thing where you've got a group there's a group of people, maybe presumably in similar sort of business areas as you that might come together. I well it's interesting that um in America they're really good. I'm sorry, I'm I'm gonna make a generalization now, so please I'm sure they'll forgive you. I'm sure they'll forgive yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Just tell me off. But, you know, in America, they're, they're much more, I can't say the word, collaborative. They will work much more together. Yeah. In the UK, people are a bit more suspicious. So they tend to avoid working with um, people with the same expertise. I don't know if you've found this, Andy. Um, try to think of examples. I did some collaborative stuff with a few people over the years. But I must admit, thinking it through now, I don't think I've seen that many examples of other British entrepreneurs, well, not entrepreneurs, but British people that have businesses doing a similar thing. So you could be right, actually. Yeah, it's something I would really, really like to change. And I think next year, um, one of my main focuses will be, I mean, my focus at the moment is list building bootcamp, but next year it's going to be affiliate marketing and joint ventures. Yeah. Um, because there is definitely a piece around collaboration and how we can work together and how much better that is for all of us you know being a freelancer is hard work Um, 
you need the support of others who aren't just going to take, but are, you're going to have that, you know, close relationship with people where um, it's just not, what can I get out of you? Yeah. But the Americans do a lot more around collaborative and they will focus on the same topic and not be frightened of it. But in the UK, it works a little bit differently. They'll have a topic, then they'll have maybe. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, a coach or someone from digital and someone from... It's a bit like B&I, actually, thinking about it. You only have one of each. Um, yeah. area of expertise so yeah. people aren't infringing on one another's territory it feels a bit like it's a bit like that what about tools wendy what would you recommend if you want to do a, a either a webinar or a tele summit what sort of platforms okay have you used i personally think um if you're going to do a tele summit you need to work with somebody who is experienced in doing tele summits like myself plug plug yes. um, <laughs> in terms of um webinars much more simple um not so simple but you know it's a it's an easier process to get hold of mm. so i like things like um webinar jam i quite like there's go to meeting is a slightly more expensive and Google Hangouts, I haven't actually used those, but they're free. So this is the web webinar end. Yes. There are lots of different tools out there. I can actually give you a list of tools if you want them for your website. I don't know whether you put this. Yes, do that, and we'll put them in the show notes. Yeah. Our listeners can just click on them. Yeah. And, you know, so you have the, the delivery system of the webinar, yeah. which is a tool you would purchase or um, use Google Hangouts for free. I'd just be mindful of Google Hangouts because apparently they cut out and they're not 100% reliable. Yes, I have very little experience with them. But I think I have heard similar reports. Yeah, I think there's a lag, like a two-second delay or, you know, if you haven't got a very good connection. Mm. But it's good. I think it's good for practicing. I think if you haven't done a webinar before, 
You've just got to do it and experience it and learn and learn and learn. You're not going to get it right first time or even a second time or even third time. I remember um, <laughs> I remember a couple of months ago I did a live um, phoning where people actually phone in and listen to you. Yeah. And point four was get your technology right, at which point <laughs> I know the what's line coming went up. dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> yeah, and you have to get used to that being uncomfortable. You have to be uncomfortable, and but you have to learn how your strategy to recover from it. Yeah. So if it goes peak tonk, you, you've got the experience of making it right before you start going to really big audiences. You know, start small. So you've got the online tool that you want to use, but then you also want to think about the email delivery system. And there are there are loads of them out there. I use one called A Webinar. A Webinar? A Weber. A Weber. Yes, I used to Aweber, use them. Yes. American company. Yes. And you know, I really like it. I've tried tried a few of them. But the thing to consider with your email is that think about where your business is at, because some of them are quite costly and you have to fully integrate them into your business. Yeah. So if you're just starting out, start with something like Aweber, and then you can always move up. So you can move into um, Infusionsoft, say, but it is a big, complicated system. Depends where you're at at your business and um, how far you want to integrate a system into your business if you're already selling products and services and you just need to take it to the next level, that's probably a tool you'd want to look at. You mentioned what it feels like to, or I think you alluded to it a bit earlier about what it feels like to do these tele summits and webinars. I know that you've done public speaking. Is it easier or harder than public speaking? Um, or is it different? It's different, but you have to have, you know, you have to, you can't, with a tele-summit, you can't just go on and, like we are now, an answer. You want to have a very clear, defined process, um, like you would for a talk. Mm-hmm. If you were delivering a talk on the, you know, on the stage or in front of a group of people, you want to have a clear process that you go through, um, that you can lead people through. Because we're just having a talk now. I'm not trying to plug or sell anything. This is all about information sharing, learning, whereas a tele-summit will be much more focused around sales. Sure, yeah. You know, but you don't also, on the other hand, you don't want to over-pitch it as well. I guess it's finding the right balance, isn't it? Yeah. So once, once we've got these, uh, we've built our list, we've done our tele-summit, our webinar, or we've done an interview, for example, how should we be using our lists? I know you've got some quite strong views in this, haven't you? Yeah, I have. You have to, um, and we're all guilty of this. We all do it because maintaining a list can actually be quite um, hard work if you haven't got a plan in place. Um, If you haven't got a plan in place, you'll be coming up each month going, oh, my God, what do I say now? What am I doing? Yeah. I really believe that you should sincerely love your list and the people on it rather than thinking about them as numbers. Sure. It is a massive myth that people think numbers, and it's the same on social, you know, numbers is everything. It's not. It's about the connection you have with the people who have opted in to receive your information. It is a relationship. So it's not, you want to try and create a two-way conversation or, you know, you're talking to people as if they're very close to you. 
I sent out um, something this morning and people have emailed me back and said, can I have a call? So it's creating that space to nurture people on the list. So you, once you've done your initial list building, you want to think about what's the journey for those people afterwards. Yeah. Because once you create your list, um, the list is a segmented part of your overall list. So when you start, generally what happens when people start email marketing and building a list is they just have one list of just Mm -hmm. everybody in it. And that is not very helpful because you don't know what people's interests are. You don't know whether they're interested in a particular product or a particular service. When you start creating, um, building um, lists into your overall marketing plan, you will start to identify very clearly that those people are interested in one particular product or one particular topic. So what you can do is you can nurture the people that have subscribed to join that new list. It's a bit complicated after a while. Um, Join that new list. And then eventually move them back into the master list where you would just send them out maybe a main e- a email out once a month. But the people who have joined a specific list, you actually can get away with emailing and contacting them a lot more yeah. in the initial stages. So you can build up trust and authority much quicker than you would if you were just sending out you know, regular content to people once a month. Consistency is key. Mm. You've got to be consistent. You'll kill your list if, um, or kill your contacts if you don't do it consistently. And I personally think twice a month, that's the best formula I've used is twice mm. a month um, rather than once a month. What sort of contact would that be, Wendy, twice a month? It's thinking about the values of your business and how you want to be seen and connect with people. So my system is very much, you know, I send one email about valuable content. I send one about something I'm selling. I introduce people to other people through the information I'm sending through email. Mm. So in my mind, I've already, and I've got my key themes of what I want people to know. I just use that system repeatedly. And I send, I haven't, I'm going to put my hands up now and say that I haven't done it because <laughs> I've been rebranding. I actually mm-hmm. had a space where I didn't do any at all. And that has definitely affected my open rate. It's drops, it's dropped significantly because I haven't um, been nurturing it over that period of time. It just shows you, doesn't it? It's, a, it's yeah. a perfect example. Yes. It's quite shocking, actually, because what happens is if you send it religiously out on um, Tuesday morning at 11 o'clock, people know to expect it. So you start to train people when to receive your information. And that, uh, in my experience, that has pushed my um, open rate up. So the consistency is really important. Yeah, it kind of makes sense when you think about it, doesn't it? Yeah. The Pavlog dog approach or effect is probably a better way of putting it. Yeah, really, really important. It's the same with social as well. You've got to, and you've got to be consistent on social as well. I think the whole thing about social and list building is that, in my experience, is that when you create an information product or you create something new, is that you get a spike of interest and you're gonna, you'll get a lot of people sign up. 
Whereas in the, I think, you know, a couple of years ago, you used to thread it through consistently and you would get people signing up. That doesn't seem to happen anymore for me. It seems mm-hmm. to be whenever I create something and I get it out there, I get a rush of new prospects um, signing up for it rather than the drip, drip, drip of the consistency going through the social, which I find interesting. Well, Wendy, it's an absolute feast of tips there from the heart. Um, I'd quite like to speak to you in the future if you're keen to come on, especially about, because uh, we only just touched on sort of products, didn't we? Information products, stuff like that. So I'd certainly like to talk to you about that in the future if you're keen to come on. But thanks so much for joining us. How can our listeners find out more about you and getclientsonline.co.uk? Yeah, just pop along to getclientsonline.co.uk. Um, you can contact me that way. Um, I've got a little contact tab up in the right-hand corner, or you could also download um, 87 Ways to Build Your List, which is a free email list-building resource. Fantastic. So thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes are at sitevisibility.com forward slash podcast. And we're also on Stitcher now, so you can find us there too. If you've got any questions, we've got two hotlines. Um, podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk for emails and there's a phone hotline plus four four one two seven three two five six one five oh and of course you can find us on itunes as you always have been able to so it's goodbye from me andy and it's goodbye from wendy fabulous andy thanks a lot thanks for your time everybody and we'll see you next time on internet marketing Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 